Look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's a definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just take a second. Uh, uh, would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, oh, it's the cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. Happy Sunday. Welcome to episode 120 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is former Navy SEAL Colin. 
And as usual, I'm joined by Nick and Buddy. How y'all doing today? What's up, suckers? Sunday. We're doing this on a Sunday. It it is a Sunday special because uh, the baker or muffin fingers, uh, the fake Asian back there had another one of those pool tournaments where he, like, I think it's like a transgender thing where you put on floaties and you float around in a pool. But I think that's what he was doing. So we couldn't do it uh, yesterday. Uh, Did he win? Did he win? I, I mean... I, I mean, I would date him. I think, I think he <laughs> like when he dresses up like a girl, he's pretty good looking. Yeah. So, uh, well, Chris, did you like win? It. Chris, did you win? You can't hear Chris. I don't know. Maybe he can turn his Only we can hear him. Did you win the transgender floaty tournament? Uh, we lost one before the money. There's oh, he God, lost before God the speaking, money. Okay. God speaking. <laughs> that means you didn't even place. Like, you didn't even get like sixth, tenth. sixth place. How many nice. people? Second place played, was technically. They played top, they paid top four. Oh, okay. Yeah, how many? How many were playing? Twenty-one. Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, yeah, we so we we, oh, we four. got six. It was, yeah, whatever. Were, how many were, played six? Yeah, it was just six. People. Yeah, there were there were four teams, <laughs> and I lost one before the money. You caught me. Good job. And yeah, it's, a great, it's a great Sunday when you got the Tenth Mountain Bourbon yeah. too. Oh, second place. <laughs> second place is the first loser. Um, rest, I have so. mine mixed in my Irish yeah. coffee. Oh yeah, I got a bottle of cordial too, buddy. It's gonna be dangerous tonight. I, I put a little bit of vodka in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I drank a little too much yesterday. Yeah. But anyway, let's get this um dumpster fire kick started. Um, I actually researched this conspiracy two days ago, and uh, I dove into it a little bit, just you know, for for buddy's sake, you know, because he always takes copious notes. And uh, this one is actually extremely interesting. I sent Chris a picture of what it. You know what this conspiracy is supposedly about, but I think there's a lot more to it, and we're gonna dive into that. So, have you guys heard of uh, Lake Barstock in no. Antarctica? Obviously, you guys are aware of like multiple facilities. So. Yeah, multiple facilities in Antarctica, and this is mm-hmm. actually a Russian facility. Okay, and they've been digging into the ice um, for over 30 years. You know, to find like microorganisms and stuff like that. So that's always a good place, idea. Yeah, they, they located this lake uh, 4,000 meters below the ice in uh, 2012, okay? Mm-hmm. So they thought they would find, like, microorganisms in this lake, and, you know, they were like, hey, we're going to go explore this lake, all right? This lake hadn't been discovered and hadn't been subjected to, like, everything else for about 20,000 years, okay? So, you know, are we going to find some living life forms down there? Who knows? So the initial crew that explored the lake consisted of eight people, um, but only one of them returned. Uh, the information on this is kind of conflicting, okay, because you read some articles on this and it was six and one returned. Uh, more articles point to eight people and one returning. So people died, okay? Uh, basically, they basically faced this creature with 14 legs that was three, three feet long, all right? Apparently, the creature had the ability to hypnotize the crew, even change its form, making it look like one of the divers, okay? Mm-hmm. It could release deadly venom, and all other types of crazy stuff. So one of the divers actually chopped off this creature's leg, all right? The leg disappeared. Ten minutes later, it came back and strangled that diver and killed that diver, okay? The the leg what, did. What, what did? The leg? The leg. The leg came back. The leg came back. So they were fighting this creature, and they chopped off one of the legs, and the leg disappeared, came back, killed one of the divers. That um, sounds like a dirty, nasty leg. <laughs> dirty, dirty. <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. I'm sorry. So <laughs> this thing was just like, yeah, you, know, you like ain't airborne, was, you ain't shit. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> it was able to hypnotize them, like, you know, hypnotize one of the divers and then like swam up to it. The diver was just frozen. Then it ate it. Uh, it was ripping people's heads off. 
It was able to uh, make like itself look like ball at all. Yeah, yeah that's it was making itself. Ball. It was making itself look like one of the divers, so it could shape shift. Um, mm. All kinds of crazy stuff. Okay, so long story short, after multiple attempts, all right, they finally were able to capture the creature alive. Okay, <laughs> which was then apparently hauled off to Russia and is apparently being weaponized by Russia right now. Okay. That's how the story goes. That's how the story goes. So the main doctor, which is, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name right. uh, Anton Padalka. Okay. Don't you speak like 12 languages? Yeah, but not Russian. Okay. Which is da. Da. Well, then slow down. If you don't speak Russian, just slow down. Yeah, Zitalka. Padalka. Padalka. All right. So he fled Russia. He fled Russia to Switzerland. Okay. And released this whole thing to the news in 2016 because the wrestlers covered it all up. When they said divers were dying, they just said it was like an octopus or whatever. They just kind of let let it go, right? So this guy flees to Switzerland. 2016, he releases all this information and can no longer be located, and nobody knows where this man is. All right. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. I'm gonna give you guys my take. Um I'm really crazy about Antarctica. And for you flat earthers that are watching, I'm not crazy like that, okay? I do believe that there's a lot of stuff going on in Antarctica. I've talked about the Antarctic Treaty, which Antarctica is really not owned by anybody. It's, well, it's owned by multiple countries, okay? And there's always been stuff going on. You know, we talked about Admiral Byrd. It's like China in the early 1900s. Yeah. We talked Everybody about Admiral Byrd and Operation High Jump, you know, yeah. 40 years ago. You know that one, huh? I'm, I'm all over that subject. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aliens, all kinds of stuff. So, I but believe- since the start of COVID, there's a lot to research. So I'm all over a lot of stuff. You subjects. have the time to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I do believe that they encountered something down there. Okay. I, I think it definitely wasn't an octopus. Okay. They definitely encountered some crazy creature um, that then, you know, they just told the public that it was an octopus. And I do feel like this creature maybe had some crazy abilities. All right. Um, Cause the doctor just like fleeing Russia and then releasing it to the news in Switzerland and then disappearing. But the story's not made up. All right. It was actually in us news as well. And they just talked about an octopus. That oh, was that found. makes it real. <laughs> it, all I'm saying it was, it was publicized. You know what I'm saying? Like it was brought up. Um, so I definitely think they found something. Maybe it was like an alien or something. Um, Ooh, they, they, they encountered something down there. And, um, I think it was like a creature. Obviously, the ocean is the most unexplored place in, on the planet, right? Um, Especially so now we uh, find, on an unknown lake. In right, 4,000 meters below the ice, right? Um, so they encountered something. They just don't want to talk about it, okay? Is, was it sent back to Russia to weaponize it? Who knows? But it was definitely a monster down there. It was not an octopus. And uh, they're just doing their research on it now, and eventually they'll release the files a couple of years. That's my take. And now the monster has gover- government sending balloons over America, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Maybe. obviously, if it's if you can cut off one of its arms and it just comes back after you, what what is what is its power when it gets on land? Right. right. <laughs> but Putin definitely apparently has this monster, and they're using it. They're, they're going to weaponize it and you know figure out its abilities and stuff. And it also talks a lot about the gas, the poisons that it can release that killed one of the divers. There's oh like, my god. It it, it literally talks. This thing? Fuck it. It's like the Swiss Army knife of fucking. <laughs> well, so it can hypnotize. Okay, it can <laughs> hypnotize. It can shape shift. Um, it has poisons, and then obviously its tentacles can like just rip your fucking head off, and it can eat you and all kinds of crazy shit. So, <laughs> anyhow, that's my take, Colin. What yeah. happened in Lake Barsak? 
I don't know. That probably happened. Um, I'm open to the idea that it happened. Um, I ran it, my first contract with Blackwater. Uh, oh, here we go. This might be some, good. Uh, Department of Energy guys, and they told me about the fish man that they used to have, uh, like in like a glass conic box type thing, and like about. So I did that contract in 04, so they told me about it. It was like that movie, you know. Uh, the girl. Wait a minute. Did you say Fishman? Fishman. They kept, they kept them in like this uh, Conix box, like a glass Conix box, kind of like in Hellboy. So these two guys that were on the same DOE team, one was uh, Army Duty. He might have been like 82nd or something. The other guy was pretty legit old, guy. old school Navy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, everybody yeah. I worked with on that team was great. Yeah. And uh, Especially the 82nd guy. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. that's absolutely true. Shut right? up, Nick. I want to hear about this fish, man. I just want everybody watching to know that 80 seconds is the best. Okay. But, ahead, like, Colin. four years later, I worked with another guy that um, contracted a security for DOE, and I brought up the fish, man, and he was like, how'd you know about that? And so that was, like, two different times. Two, it was a third person that told me about this fish, man. So I, I, I think this thing could be happening in Antarctica. There's a lot going on. All the mountains look like fucking pyramids, for God's sakes. They do. They've, <laughs> they've discovered pyramids down there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Antarctica, there's the crazy thing about Antarctica, it was like on maps like thousands of years ago when we weren't even exploring the continents yet. But if you yeah. look at the, the the real first map of the world, which I don't know how many years, long fucking time ago, Antarctica yeah. was on there. And like, yeah. who the fuck went to Antarctica at that day and age you know like they, we weren't like even traveling in boats yet it's really weird shit but uh well they just yeah. called graham hancock's you know thing on netflix the most dangerous show on television yep. which is fucking stupid like i mean it's not i don't think it's dangerous to rediscover our past there is a big chunk of history missing you know between certain time periods and the bosnian pyramid is carbon dated to at least thirty-two thousand years mm -hmm. ago so there's mm -hmm. Just so much we're missing. So well, Nick always brings up a good point. Nick always brings up a good point. That That's hey, all I ever it, bring it just, up. Well, sometimes, <laughs> but um, you know, <laughs> lost lost knowledge. You know, who says that you know ancient civilizations weren't fucking ten times smarter than we are? You know, and then they all died out or whatever, and then or they just reset. Maybe you know, if they were so were, smart. Why are they dead, yeah. Dave? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Good point, right? I don't know. A, me a meteor hit them and they died. Maybe a meteor, dinosaurs. yeah. How do they not see that coming? <laughs> Geniuses. Yeah. Well, they call our junk DNA junk DNA, right? Like, but, but there are theories that whoever these Anunnaki were, they could have like turned off part of our DNA to like Planet X, man. Sort of, yeah. sort of enslave us a little bit more. You know what I mean? Dave like, currently has a conspiracy hard on. I'm, a, like, I'm in heaven right now. Are, He's talking yeah, about literally. Did you guys just be, did you guys just become best friends? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna Colin and I are gonna do a show on our own, and we're gonna cover the they are, just, they are just they are just fluffing each other right now. Oh my god! Like <laughs> this could we got us we, we got to we got to stay on track. But the Anunnaki, yes, I, I real quick, I believe in the ancient alien theory. Since you brought this up, yeah. I believe in the ancient alien theory that they came down here to mine gold like the Anunnaki, and then they created us, like they, you know, with monkeys and shit, and they created humans, and they enslaved us then to uh, uh, mine gold for them and then build the pyramids. That's a lot of pyramids on a lot of continents to build. They found seven in Mauritius, you know, right off the coast of Tanzania. Uh, that's where my girlfriend's family's from. And... Uh, They've got them on every continent, you know? Like, they even have, what, pyramids in 
Oh, maybe it's not Ohio. They have that snake thing in Ohio. No, they just have really bad train tracks in Ohio. The point, but but back to the point of the Antarctica monster is like, I mean, our governments are now openly talking about UFOs in our skies, and they're like, we don't know where we're from. I'm like, bullshit. I they know exactly where they're from. You know, hundred percent. Paul T. Hillier was a former Canadian Minister of Defense who talks about this subject. And I read his book called the money mafia and uh, it's, it's a fascinating book, but he's a world leader who mm-hmm. has been saying, we're very aware that the Russians and the United States are working with these things. Mm-hmm. So of course there's, why not? Why wouldn't there be a 14 legged octopus monster? You know, hundred yeah, percent is one. I agree. Okay. Yeah, so buddy started monster. Do you think real quick before Buddy goes, you think the Russians actually then did capture it and they're like testing it and shit and <laughs> like all kinds of stuff to weaponize it, or is that a little too far fetched? I mean sure a doctor disappearing, the main doctor that was in charge of everything fled Russia to Switzerland, talked about it and can no longer be found, you know? I mean why do you go to Switzerland? Because it was like neutral? Or because they have CERN. Yeah. Isn't that where it yeah. snowed away? Oh, so that's another that, one. That's another that one. thing in like the Stargate and CERN or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We're just speaking the, the same there, there, right is a, there is a Stargate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, they found a Stargate. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, buddy. yeah. okay. Buddy, you're up. Okay. Now, I can't even scratch the surface of the conspiracy <laughs> gasm that you guys got going on. Um, mm. not a thing, not going to be able to happen, <laughs> but here's my issue. Um, I've been diving before a couple times and I did a real quick math. If you, if they were drilling for, you said 30 years, they've been doing 30 years. Yeah. If they dug two feet a day for 30 years, they would have gotten down 21,000 feet or 6,400.8 meters down. Okay. <laughs> and then we put some divers, just divers, no sub, no nothing, 6,000 meters down. And they are doing hand to hand combat in dive gear with a hypnotizing shape shift. Lake Barsock is a real thing, buddy. Like, that's not, I there's no conspiracy I, behind I, that. No, he's not saying that. He's talking crazy. about the, he's doing the math on you, Dave. I'm oh. just doing the physics of diving. A at altitude. He was an instructor at dive school. Below altitude. Right, but I think he's getting it wrong because we're just talking about digging down and b- below the ice uh-huh. and then finding finding like another no, basically no. another they area. Didn't like die. man, there were caves, but they didn't die four thousand meters down. They no, dug I down know. and found caves in a fucking lake and shit. Yeah, they weren't in they dive here, right? in the water. Right. No, they were not. They dove in the water. Then they did dive so, into the water. Yes, so into the lake. Yeah, yeah, but still. What would be below sea level? Four thousand feet below sea level. Four thousand meters below yeah. sea level, or how far below sea level? Yeah, we gotta figure so this out. I, it, yeah, I, I'm I guessing, get what you're saying. Unless they yeah. had some way to, uh, you know, I don't know if the fact that it was surrounded by ice mm-hmm. keeps the pressure at a constant. Yep, they talked about that too. I did not but, bring that portion but up. Still, but still, it's a little dark, and then yeah. they get down there, and there's. I've, have you ever been in dive gear before? Because um, fighting shit in dive gear seems difficult, mm-hmm. especially if you're worried about getting hypnotized and fucking and and shape shifted on the whole time you're fighting. Yeah. And then you, what did they cut the leg off with? Was it like the the, 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 the one of the article tool? read a samurai like, sword? Dive tool? It was a last samurai sword, Nick. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually like. 
the picture shows a machete. Piano wire. Yeah, they had yeah. a machete die. <laughs> it, was no, a piano wire. it was part of the packing list, buddy. Look, <laughs> you're telling me they go 6,000 meters. Jeremiah Campbell said a bunch of narked out Russians. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it was like, probably like the Russian, what, KGB, the like their special Who forces. Said that? Well, you know, right, so, you know, you see the movie Boondock Saints, you know, you know, when he grabs the Rambo the knife, and he's like, what are you going to do with that, Rambo? Said, you know, it's like, Who said the comment? Because Je- Jeremiah you, Campbell said a bunch of knocked out Russians. <laughs> fuck you, Jeremiah, for stealing my point. Yeah, wow. Jeremiah, you, you, so you and Buddy, are, you buddy just like, touch tips. Yeah, it sounds a lot like uh, eight <laughs> Russians probably drunk on vodka when they fucking got there. Okay. Because you got to be drunk as fuck to go down a hole with a fucking machete to do some diving. Absolutely. I got down to the bottom of a hole, started swimming around. Well, maybe it was a fucking spear. I don't know. <laughs> what do you do? You take That's anything when you're like thing. <laughs> no? Yeah, do you is that not tool. a thing? I don't know. Like no, you take a dive tool. It's a little knife. Knife, okay. Yeah, and he cut off like one of his fuck. tentacles with a knife. Then, well, Doctor Stephen Greer has a new documentary out called UFO Endgame, which is pretty interesting. They, that whole community was upset when they when the Lou Elizondo with his little flavor saver stupid goatee thing. He's like the A tip guy. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that decided they needed to change the name UFO to UAP or some stupid crap yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Such a waste of time. But mm-hmm. they thought about it. But um, but like Greer and guys like Billy Carson, they're saying that we most likely have technology that's 300 years advanced to what the public has now. So exactly. maybe Russia has something that you can dive in at that at that depth. Maybe, I don't know. maybe it's clearly maybe a lot. Like- well, I know a Navy what? SEAL. I know a Navy Ooh. SEAL that is on those disclosure shows. Mike Jaco, he has channels and stuff, and he's an interesting guy. And he says he's been on Jupiter and Venus. So oh I don't God. know what to fucking believe oh, anymore. What? Hey, I you know what? I, All right, <laughs> when is he coming on our show? We we are connecting after this show. We want him on. I just connected. I just connected a couple things. I don't know. I don't know. Nick, he Nick, said you better there. get him on our show. Look, oh, yeah. All spec ups guys. They have like their uh, a reputation. You know, people hear, you hear about, you know, reputation or something. If you're going to go out there and lie, I mean, he's kind of put his reputation on the line. Like I know of him to be a good guy. And most guys I think are pretty honest. You're saying it's there's a, no it's bullshit. He's, lying. He, he's not lying. He been on Jupiter in his head. And when he talks to you, like it's fucking true. No, Hold I don't on. know. We, we we don't talk, but I've seen, uh, I, I worked in that block more? 20 years ago for a little bit. And then 20, I, I heard some stuff that he's like this intuitive warrior guy. I've listened to him and stuff. He, he's a very rational person, great. very intelligent, uh, uh, does his show out of Florida. But, uh, but he says he's been that there. Big DeSantis energy. I don't know. All I know is like, you know, there are pyramids on Mars, but we're lying about that shit. Why aren't the rovers going all over? The, why, aren't, why isn't a rover on top of the fucking pyramid on Mars right now without getting a panoramic shot? I yeah, mean, no shit. Hold on. So much garbage. More importantly, more importantly <laughs> how are we skipping over the fact that you just said your buddy was on Jupiter and Mars? Well, you're not. And you, Venus. And you... Doesn't matter, and you never said anything. Venus is a big ball of gas. Right. No, I, you, may have, you may have said on Jupiter and Mars, but no, I believe you're in it. On Disclosed TV, or so, he was on one of those shows, and that's where I saw it. I, I've I been didn't in have a conversation with Colin, we will get connected after the show, and we need to bring him on. Shut up, This makes a lot of sense. I just figured it out, Colin. 
fish guys, the little fish fellas. Russia's got fish fellas. They sent the fish fellas down. That's who was fighting the fourteen foot. Right. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't humans. Feet. It was fish boys. It was, boy. fish boy. it was the yeah. fish. Guy. I love it. I love it. Okay. Bam. So, right. so, buddy, you're actually. So, buddy's right. take is actually a bunch of bullshit. Never happened. Really. Ex- well, it was a fish man then. No, <laughs> I, 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 I. No, I. I don't. I don't know the physics that would come with diving at six thousand right. feet below some ice, especially considering the thickest ice. You got to use the Pythagorean theorem. Meters. Um. But that being said. I don't know the uh, the pressures that would come at six thousand feet below okay. some ice, um, yeah. but I would oh. say that if it if it was possible, and you could, um, it's it's very unlikely that eight divers. First of all, why would you send eight divers to go check out a hole for the first time? Like I would. Maybe there was know. maybe there was four caves, and they maybe, went buddy maybe. teams. Yeah, they, yeah, when they yeah. got down to that lake, um, and I didn't bring it up when I was describing it, they, they walked. See, you for didn't a give while. Buddy enough information. They yeah, walked for like, a while. <laughs> well, you, you act just like look up Lake Marstock. You act like they just drilled into like a fucking a goddamn lake. No, you know apparently what I mean? like, they were down in like this cave. They were cave drilling and then into they, a block of ice, and then yeah. all of a sudden, oh my right, God. here's a lake. Yeah, we have found fresh water. Yay! Let's I'll research it a little bit more for you, buddy. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let me, let me, right, let me, buddy, let me. buddy, we're good. What's well, next? They, say, they say with these deep, deep underground military bases, the DOMS or whatever, they've got tons of human experiments. And if you think of predictive programming, like possibly Resident Evil could be some kind of predictive programming. It started the video game, but now it's pretty mainstream. But like, you know, co- the first thing they, they, they fucking started bitching about was biolabs in the Ukraine. And everybody was like, that's conspiracy theory. Three days later, State Department's going, okay, we got like 46. Yep. You know, so what are they cooking? China, C-H-Y-N-A, might be what Trump's been saying the whole time. He's saying China, but there's a biolab in China, Ukraine. Everybody knows that's it. interesting. Everybody's been saying it. <laughs> so I don't know. Huge. You see, if they've got little hybrid humans running around or fucking chupacabras or something, why not? Why couldn't there, fishmen, why couldn't there be a 14 leg thing in Antarctica? So, (laughs) yeah, I've been paying attention to both you guys. And, you know, I listen to 20,000 year old one. I listen to Dave's story, and I want to say that this 100% happened, but it didn't happen at the time frame that it's getting released as. I'm thinking. I'm thinking again. You go back to previous, you know, civilizations, and the people who run this world is Disney and ESPN. Mm. All right, that's why they. Wow, why they, ESPN. Well, they're, they're the same company now. Yeah. They're the same company oh. now. Okay. So, like, no, like, like, they're, yeah, yeah, they're running this world. So they obviously made Little Mermaid off of this story, right? <laughs> and Little Mermaid was done what in the '90s. Yeah, maybe. Okay, and you got Ursula, who's got seventeen tentacles. She hypnotizes mm-hmm. people. Oh, okay. She's got her little her little minions down there doing things. Damn. Yeah. All right. Like seventeen said, tentacles. Something yeah. like Dave that. You gotta watch it again. Dave, you gotta watch it again. Seriously, until you hit him with a Disney conspiracy, and right. like a fucking right. I'm oh, that a, if she really does have seventeen tentacles, that was a pretty damn good connection. Like, I'm telling you right that. now yeah. that like. <laughs> Movies control everything. They're like they're the only source of truth that we have. Um, and so, like, I'm gonna That's go with viral. this. I'm gonna say that this happened thousands of years ago. Oh shit! Okay, thousands. so not in 2012. No, 
that didn't. And I don't think anything's getting weaponized. And I'm going to go with Colin's point that, you know, that there is things that, that we have that we know about, but it's not to a country. Like Russia's okay. not weaponizing it. Because when I was talking about the New World Order again, like there's all yeah. the same people on the same page. 100%. And so they know that this exists. And then I'm going to go with Buddy and say that, yes, there are fishmen. And that's or the, those are the only guys that could have went, or girls, sorry, that, that could have went down there. Non-binary. Right? Non-binary fish. fish people. Okay. Fish thems. Okay. So the, they're, they're gender fluid. Yeah, the fish thems ah, went down fish. there. Okay. And <laughs> but yeah, but that that'll uh that'll uh that, some reptiles you learn in Jurassic Park. Oh, I got it, sorry. Right. No, no, you're good. Um so oh, Rebecca Rebe- Rebecca Griggs says I'm a buddy with this one. Uh yeah. I'm she's like, I'm gonna need more info. Uh Jeremiah says uh this definitely deserves another full conversation. Oh Jeremiah, this is coming. Right, we are gonna we're gonna get uh Colin's buddy on. Oh, we are, this is happening. We're, we're gonna get the dude that's been to fucking Mars. I mean Venus, Just, yeah. Venus, Venus and in Uranus. Yeah, Venus in your well, everybody's been in Uranus, buddy. But we're I don't have his number like, or anything. Just so you guys know, but I yeah, but you got you got buddies that know him, right? You guys can somehow get connected. No, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll, we I'll can get, get him up. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll get him. I'll get him. See if he's uh, interested. So, I know yeah. he's busy with his own podcast. I'll get him. Okay. We'll get him on, and we yeah. will let him talk for the entire hour, and we won't say a word. <laughs> Dave, All right, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll keep the I'll keep this book of real short because we did run some time on that conspiracy. Uh, and it was a great one. It was great. I learned a lot, um, but the, the, those of you who are watching for the first time, welcome to watching the Veteran Trash Talk Hour. And just a little, you know, recap of why we're here and what we're doing. Uh, we reconnected a bunch of us old friends, uh, buddy, I, uh, Joe, Dave, and you know, we just started BSing on Zoom, and it ended up becoming now we have one hundred and twenty thousand followers on Facebook. We got six hundred thousand on Gruntworks. We got you know. You know, this this whole, you know, this whole community has, has grown and we've learned so much in the last two years uh, about the veteran community, about, you know, what certain great things are that people don't even know about meeting veteran authors, meeting, you know, veteran business owners and just trying to promote them. So so you understand all we want to do at Veteran Trash Talk is promote veterans like we don't we don't care if we make a dime. All right. We really don't. Uh, we just want to, if you're a veteran owned business, like I said, author, whatever you're doing, we had a guy, that sold, we had a guy that sold goats, right? We had, <laughs> he did sell okay. goats. We had um, a guy that sold goats the on name? this show. I want to put uh, his plug out for him. Yeah. B- Buyer Barn. Buyer Barn. Check out yeah. Bri- Briar, 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 right? Briar Barn. Briar yeah. Barn. Check yeah. out Briar Barn. Order sell yourself fucking goats, goats right? <laughs> well, hey, if you, if you sell, you know, the, the right kind of mushrooms, uh, you know, like, or whatever you sell, like pizzas or something in your backyard, fucking tell us. We'll, we'll promote you. All right. It's that simple. Damn right. Um, yeah, Damn that's right. all we, that's all we want to do. But that being said, we've learned a lot and we've grown a lot, uh, through the last two years, uh, getting other people's perspectives and actually listening to other people's stories. And, you know, we've had people on the show that you could tell were like raging liberals, uh, the ones that were raging conservatives, you know, and yada, yada, yada. And if you pay attention to the Book of Burl, right, which is pretty much gospel, right? And everything I say has, there's no flaws to it. But, um, <laughs> but, 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 but most of them are because I already created the flaw and I found out about it. So I start talking about it. All right. Um, 
Chapter what, Nick? Chapter Well, obviously chapter one, verse one is quit being a triggered pansy. Yeah. All right. That's our that that that's our signature phrase. And and, and our signature is, shirt. And our signature shirt. Um getting slowly passed by the a couple other ones, the waterboarding mm-hmm. ones getting close. Um <laughs> so but but again, you've heard me talk about it. The last time I did a book of roll, it's been a while, um, was you know the virtue singling. Right? And how you're just trying to get attention to be relevant and how you're and once you become important and you try to become and you you already are relevant when you when you say shit, it has power behind it. Right. And so if you're only saying it to be a jackass, like or to think that you're right just because you some some moral high ground, you're a very dangerous human being. All right. So what I, what I'm going to talk about real quick. Thanks, Bob, for the stars. Yeah, Sorry, what Nick. I, what I'm going to talk Bob. about. Rob. <laughs> what I'm going to talk about real quickly, all right, is the school shooting that happened. Okay, absolutely horrible thing. Yeah, but you know that more than three people died that day. It was six, right? So is it nine now total? Is six to nine now? But no, it was six total. So it was a six, two sixty-year-old, a sixty-one-year-old, yeah, and, and, and uh, our- three nine-year-olds. If you've watched this show long enough, you know that our hearts go out to them. Our hearts go out to anywhere where there's something bad happening. Right? Now, if you're a person, and I always I always bring up the bell curve, which you can't see on the podcast because you're just listening. All right, there's the bell curve. Okay, there's the left and the right. Okay, it doesn't mean political. It just means you're either on this spectrum or this spectrum of just fucking wackoness. Right? There are people on that left and right side that love the fact that that happened. All right. They love that it happened. Why? So they can virtue single. All right. If you're one of those people that loves when these kids get killed and you're going to hide under this fake fucking thing that, oh, it's because you care about these kids. No, you're fucking happy that those kids got shot because you get to say, I told you so. It was with a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Or, or, or on the other end, we need to arm our teachers. Okay. Yeah, same people that say that will probably watch that guy at Starbucks get knifed. Yeah, and and, yep. and, and and but let's not let's not forget that the things that came out of this story was you look at the one that happened in Uvalde, and you got people taking selfies, cops taking selfies of each other, smiling while these kids are getting fucking gunned down. And guess what? It was a marine, right? The cop, the uh, the cop that went in, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was a Marine. Uh, I don't, former, uh, well, there you were, can't say there a former were, Marine. But there like, were like uh, there were – have you seen the – Yeah, the, I've seen the footage. Uh, I've seen the dash footage. cam footage. But you can tell no, the way yeah. that guy manipulates oh, the, the guy that, fucking, the, Oh, yeah, he had good trigger discipline yeah, for dude, the most he, part. He, he, had a, he had a Vortex fucking scope on dude, that fucking – uh, Oh, he was fucking – he knew what he was doing. They, they he was like – when he was at the door before entering the school, he's like, give me three. And it was like taking time. He's like, let's go. Give me three. No, what should have come out of that for other police forces? Yeah, was what it looks like when you have uh, a bunch of guys that are trained on SOPs and don't mm-hmm. need to have a team that's trained all the time. He controlled that whole situation all the way up to like taking out. The, it, like, there were the two teams yep. that were clean, and they yep. both they both looked almost identical. They I only saw like, his footage where they yeah, got they, in the first but, floor but, and then go up to the yeah. second floor, and yeah. But you know but that's they, they never that's down, never going to yeah. get talked about no. because. 
because of here. the because of the people. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. We don't. No, no, no. I mean, it is here, and because uh, yeah, I'm I'm from yeah. 45, or I live 45. Minutes I texted you that day, man. Those, I was yeah. Like, yeah, those guys good, right? are uh, yeah. those guys. Those guys won't have to pay for lunch ever. Yeah, and, and it's like right. they fucking smoked it. That's like, why do I have to explain that I feel bad for that? Those people, those kids, those families. That should be normal. Yeah. Okay. That should be normal. That, of course, I already understand that that's a horrible thing that happened. Right. All right. But, and let's go back. You brought up COVID earlier, Colin. And it's like, like when COVID, I, Dave saw this on Facebook all the time. I posted to all those people who were the, the vaccine Nazis. I was like, I was like, show me a post from 2017 where you cared about children's lives during a bad flu year. I go, show me one post in 2017 where you gave a fuck about those kids' lives. Yeah. All right. They're not, you can't show me one. All right. Show me, show me a post where you gave a fuck about old people dying until 2020. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, show me one. All yeah, right. But we weren't told to care about it yet. Right. It's, it's, it's indoctrination by the media. Exactly what you just said, buddy. Yeah. yeah. It's indoctrination by what the media feeds so you. So you, your guys are sitting. I'm, I'm talking to those of you listening and watching. It's okay to be wrong about this. It's okay to be on that spec. It's okay to be over there because I've been over there sometimes on issues, right? And I found out like, man, shit, I'm an idiot. Like I'm not listening to anybody You'll else. You'll still fight that you're right though, just to terrorize. I'm people. not. I'm not listening. Well, that's that's different. That's sarcasm. That's on Facebook though, right? Like yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm I'm. If I'm not able to listen because of a bias, I've become worthless. Okay, I, I like I, I literally bring nothing to the table when I'm biased. All right, like because the conversation just stops; it just ends. So that's the book of Earl. Stop being biased. Mm-hmm. All right, you can have you can have that's your right to have your opinion. But can if I mention out, something to you about yeah, this? Oh. Yeah, one second, one second. If, yeah, if you're if you're virtual singling. Okay, smart people see that. Okay, people who actually are centric, they see it. They see the fact that you haven't said shit about this for fucking six months. Now all of a sudden you're this huge advocate. Like, get over yourself, man. Like, and understand that you are destroying any chance of growth when you polarize, right? None. Okay, so that's the book of Earl. Careful with your bias. All right, like I've I've been guilty of it. We've all been guilty of it. Careful with it, because once it becomes, where where do we go from now? What do we do? Because anybody who thinks that any type of gun control, what they say, or an AR, okay, you're not a logical person. That's not a logical thing. You can't do that. If we get rid of ARs in Memphis, does somebody not bring an AR from like how do how how do we get rid of them? <laughs> like like. <laughs> Stop. I, I call after Colin. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Colin. Well, yeah, one interesting hand. thing is, you know, like it, it, to piggyback on these so-called conspiracy theories, the theorists, the theorists really started becoming right. And all they needed was like a few weeks to like six months for everything they said to be right. Right. Digital passports, the vaccines, you've got um, coroners, you know, pulling out calamari type shit out of people's veins and that kind of stuff. They're lying to us about that stuff. But the thing that interests me about all these school shootings, it's immediately jumping to now we got to like, you know, cancel guns, get rid of the Second Amendment. And we're already working on the first, but they don't want you to defend yourself. This is a bigger, this is something bigger than just a disgruntled child with purple hair. How the fuck 
Does the shooter in Uvalde, that is gender-confused 19-year-old, have a Daniel defense weapon and the, the weapons and the magazines and the bullets and shit that that person had would total cost would be about ten thousand fucking dollars. He wasn't working at Subway, saving up for that fateful day. Somebody funded that guy. As a SEAL and a contractor, I've been a contractor much, much longer. But like, I didn't even know what Daniel Defense was, and I lived in Savannah until just a couple of years ago. You know, but I know they make good stuff. I guess you know. So like, how are you going to spend ten thousand dollars for that special day that you're going to shoot everybody at school? It doesn't make sense to me. Somebody's funding these kids. There's a lot to right. that. And I know Daniel fucking defense. The shoes, even the shoes, like I don't want to get into that because like I don't obviously people died. Like I don't want to turn this into a conspiracy and everything. But like even the shoes, apparently, like some of the pictures when he was shot and then when they drug him out, he had like different shoes on and stuff. Like I don't know if you saw all that. Like there's a lot of like weird shit to Yeah, and, and see, thing. like I that, and I don't want to even get into that because well, that's yeah, how that's Alex Jones got canceled. Yeah, that's <laughs> not but that that's not what we wanted to get into. Like, yeah, like but, it, but you're it, right, you're right, dude. You're right. It, it, and then again, I, I've always said in my book of rules, I go follow the money. I go wherever the money goes. And like Colin just said, is like, do you think that kid had 10 grand to no. buy that kind of shit? No. Right. Well, but, and the, but go ahead, buddy. Uh, I called after, by the way. Well, I'm going to, first of all, to, to, to jump on. Buddy, you uh, can go now. Colin, what, buddy, what go Colin ahead. said. Yeah, I'm going. Buddy, it's your turn. Buddy. You're better. You can hear me. Buddy, all right. To jump on what Colin said. Um, so to, to, uh, even trying not to, to be a conspiracy theorist, first of all, um, the Covenant School is not in the center of Nashville where people go to do touristy shit. Touristy shit is done in the center of Nashville. The Covenant School was over by Lipscomb and all those other schools. P.S. Tuition there is about $20,000 a year per kid. Um, oh, it's a, uh, it, it's not a cheap place to be. The, 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 the students there are it's all a private school. It's a private school. Yeah. A I private didn't, I didn't, religious yeah. school. And it's also super expensive. And it's one of the, like the national elites and their kids there, not only for the education, but so that they can puff their chest up and say, I send my kids to covenant. Everybody knows um, that school in that area where you when your kid goes there, it's like, Oh, oh my yeah. kid goes it's, to it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a prestige thing. Also, mm-hmm. that being, if I'd have known that I would have never hit you up and asked you if your kid's yeah, safe. Well, yeah, no, yeah, he was he was in public school where uh, where where they don't let anybody in. We're you're like European now, marrying a French woman. Yeah, where you know. where money oh, can okay. afford. <laughs> but uh, but the you know, so that being said, two of the people that they interviewed at the scene were were close to the scene. One was a quote unquote survivor from Uvalde, and the other one was a survivor from the shooting that happened in Nashville at the Waffle House weird that they both showed up at the same place one was on vacation and the other one yeah. just drove out because there was a mass shooting well i've been in one of those before i'll go let them know how it is it's just you know, it's, it's just odd but even yeah. more but even more and, and and to to jump on next thing the virtue signaling and all that other stuff after the Charleston shooting where the, the you know that that white kid came in and shot up the uh, the black church yeah. What do you think would have happened if three days later the Klan or a bunch of rednecks would have run around with rebel flags or Nazi flags or, you know, white supremacist stuff? They rightly should have gotten the fuck kicked out of them by yeah. everybody that saw them. Yep. I walked through my little town two days later and there's a 20 year old that doesn't walk. I live in the middle of town. I, 
you know, he's never done it before, but he's walking through carrying a trans flag. Those kids aren't even buried yet. And you're trying to incite people to fuck you up. And rightfully, they should fuck you up. Not because one trans person did something, so it's the entire community's issue. But out of just use some common sense and don't incite people. Like It would be different even if they had killed a bunch of adults. But they killed a bunch of kids and adults, so it's even more of a sensitive issue. And then you're going to two days, three days later, have your national day of vengeance. The wording of that is even created to, if it's not made to incite, it's definitely made to measure the response of the majority of Americans. Like, are they to the threshold of violence yet so that they're not going to take shit and they're going to start? It seems like more and more, both Mm -hmm. media the, the the policies that our government's making are all made to try to push us to a threshold of violence so that we destroy ourselves. I posted I mean, a meme on Facebook logical, the other the only that I can get. No, you're good. That's but that's the only logical <clears throat> that's the only logical thing I can come up with is that the powers that be are trying to push us to a point that we start fighting each other so they have an mm-hmm. excuse but, but there, here's why. The here's why I argue that. I argue that, not saying you're wrong. I argue it, saying no. you're giving you're giving the American people too much credit. And I was like, the majority of American people don't give a shit what's happening around the world, what's happening around in other states. They got no idea. Too That's, busy. They're, they're not only are they too busy. They just don't. They're in their bubble. They don't give a shit. And and like again, all of a sudden they come out of their bubble when something like this happens, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, so now, but so I, now I'm saying, I understand like, that. Who, who, who the hell are you? Like, who the hell are you to start? Like you said, that guy walking around the center of a town before the kids are even buried with a trans yeah. flag. And like again, here's something for the the trans people. We've already made this very clear as VTT. If you want to change your sex, we have the science. To, we yeah. have the science to do it now. Who gives for shit? It. No, okay? we don't. So, 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 get rid of your. No, they, we, we are able to cut a dick off now, and it's not a big deal, right? Like so. Yeah, we like, got, so, 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 uh, and we got steroids. We got steroids. We, we got all kinds of shit. We got, we got yeah. all kinds of stuff we do, right? Oh. So, 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 again, science. But, but guess what? But guess what? You have made a choice to fix a mental issue in your head. Okay, mm-hmm. you have made a choice. All right, that choice now takes you out of competing in women's sports if you're a man, right? Until like the guy with the you know the guy who's getting a boner in a locker room wins a swimming a national title, right? You know, it's like it's like like no, you're making. This is where I get mad at the, the virtue singlers. I'm like, no, you're making a choice to do what you're doing. All right, it doesn't you know, mean you, sh- you should well, never be hurt. Well, yeah, well, exactly. The, but you should problem. you should you should never be hurt over it, right? Nobody should kill you for it, Correct. right? But but you, or you should like if you're a girl like with the big boob energy, right? You shouldn't be raped because you want to wear a nice dress. But guess what? If you wear a dress that shows ninety eight percent of your cleavage, I'm gonna look at it. Well, here's the issue though, Nick, and 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 I talked about this with one of my buddies the other day. Like you have a, a group of people that we, we convince you that you're confused and you don't know what gender you are from from five to, say, 12 years old, right? Then when you're 12 years old, we tell you that you can choose. It doesn't matter. You can be whatever you want. And, oh, by the way, if you didn't pay attention in school because you were 
you know, a kid and you were five years old, we put you on pharmaceutical drugs to fuck with your brain and make you less hyper so that you could sit in a classroom for eight hours a day and listen to some teacher drone on because that's how people learn. Then you're 11, 12 years old. We have you confused enough that you don't know what the fuck is going on. We tell you that you're a different gender. We tell you that you're, you, you can't trust your own feelings, that you don't know anything. Then when you get old enough, we start pumping you full of hormones that you're biologically not used to having, whether it's estrogen or it's testosterone. And then we still sell you a bunch of guns and don't understand why you would go do something well, fucking crazy. No, 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 no. You brought up the you brought up the right point where I was gonna say, like when I was talking about the book of role controlling your bias, is understand with your bias when you don't want people to target the trans community with with guns, but yet you want gun control. Here's where it's gonna really flip we your need fucking pharmaceutical head. Control. Oh, oh, no, no. That's here's, what we need. Here, here's gonna here's gonna flip your fucking head. Mental health right. control? Stop. Mm-hmm. No, listen, 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 listen. Mental health oh. control, right? Here's all the things. So we say we want gun control and an aspect of gun control is like, you know, more extreme background checks, right? So let's just say I remember for the sake of argument, let's say I agree with the liberals on extreme background checks, like six months to get a gun, right? Because we're going to go through every single freaking tweet post that you had. Let's just say that's the greatest idea of all time. Okay, let's all agree that it is just for the sake of argument. Mm -hmm. Greatest (laughs) idea ever. Right. So now do you know why the DOD and you know how they funded sex operations? You know how they how they justified it to Congress so that they pay for it? Because it's a mental condition. That's how they justified it. So they're literally saying you're fucking crazy. Therefore, we have to spend the money to help you. Because we care about mental health in the DOD, right? Mm. So there you go, liberals. Okay, like you can't have both. Okay, like like if you want to be a crazy trans, that's what the DOD says you are, right? And we're gonna fix you because you're crazy, and the only way you're gonna be normal is if you make yourself a dude. Okay, guess what? Then your gun control laws, then they don't get a gun either. All right, because they're fucking mental. Mm. All right, I'm mental. I got PTSD. I'm starting to get fucking triggered right now, right? Does that mean I can't have a gun? No. Okay, maybe it does. I don't know. See how the bias, all of a sudden we can't even have a conversation. Like, okay, you can't say that I should have the right to be crazy. And then also that we need to have more crazy background checks on guns. Don't get mad at the transgenders for shooting people up. I'm mad at anybody who shoots anybody up. (laughs) That's the thing, man. Like, who gives a fuck? Anybody. (laughs) Yeah, you know what we should do? We should just make murder illegal. And if you do multiple of them, weird, more illegal. Yeah, weird. Yeah, people it's will... even more illegal. Yeah, and I was like, oh, but if... anyways, let's. Uh, we got to get to our guests here. I know. Uh, we're wait, gonna have to wait, extend wait, the show wait, for wait, a little wait, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah we turn this thing. We turn this into an extra. Totally fucking work. But again, it's okay. It's okay to have. It's okay to have your moral, actual, like, remember, morals are you know different than ethics. Okay, ethics are the written rules of your community. Morals are how you fit into a community. Okay, that's your morals. And chances are, if the ethics are aligned with your morals, you like living in that neighborhood, that city, that town, right? So it's like, like that's how that works. So just be careful with your bias. That's the book of Real quick, Brian says we didn't have this problem back in the 70s. No, we did. Maybe not as extreme, Mm -hmm. though. I think we might have. Yeah. The internet has caused everything to be well, yeah, you know, and, put out I, into the public at, at such a fast rate. Like I said, I, I had the book of Earl about that, about instant gratification. 
We the didn't have that, this problem. We didn't have we Lizzo did. in the 70s. In I don't the, think it was. No, it just wasn't broadcasted <laughs> everywhere. I mean, we no. were running it. We were running illegal operations all over the world in the seventies, and we had pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about he's talking about like school shootings and stuff like that, and he's not wrong. Well, that's like, because in the seventies, people is, had guns in their back of their cars at school, right? Well, and, and they had and they had my, my high school had a shooting range in it. Well, when they're shooting, go ahead, buddy. You know what? Well, here's the question. We keep talking about all these mass shootings that happen. They create uh, more. When we talk about well, it that on. much, it creates more. Okay. Well, 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 we talk about them. They happen at it churches. Does. They happen at schools. You, when's the last mass shooting you heard that happened at a gun store? Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because motherfuckers in gun stores have guns. Right. Or the gun and shows. I, and I, I brought this up with the, the Walmart shooter here in El Paso, right? Like, that was so strategic to the Walmart that he went to. The Walmart that he went to is where most people that crossed over the border from Juarez shopped at that Walmart. Okay, mm-hmm. guess what? You're crossing over the border. You don't have a gun. If you'd have came to my the, my Walmart, you know the Walmart. I know that Walmart. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I go to if you go to my Walmart where it's on the west side of El Paso, there's hundred people with a concealed carry in there. Brian right, is saying right. if they were around in the seventies, they kept it quiet. No, Brian, I think just the exposure and the limited that, well, access no, no, to the internet. See that, but is, if bo- they would have had the right. internet like that back then. It would have so, still been you're both right. I just personally, no, nobody yeah. heard about it. And I guess, right. and guess what? Unless you are, like I said, we got. We're gonna get to the guests. All right, we're gonna let it go. <laughs> um, we're gonna let good it show, go. man. It's been good it's though. Not, we're, we're gonna, gonna have go. to talk about how in the seventies, the fifties, the forties. Maybe Back in my were, day, obviously joking, Brian. I mean, good points. There, there but, were definitely yeah. some bad things that were going on, but there was also a base in traditional values. There was, there oh, was a value system that's been eroded. Uh, what are we saying? There's not. Are we saying there's not? A I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that the 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 way that they can erode the values is a lot quicker now. Just like that, they they oh, were, yeah. but they but they were still doing it in the seventies. So I would say it didn't happen in the seventies. They were still trying to erode values in the seventies. What the hell yeah. do you think all they, the hippies they, were they, doing? They, like, they, they may <laughs> have been trying to erode values, but you know what? But it's faster now. Line. They didn't have a direct line to fucking ten year olds through their smartphone uh, to make it look that it was socially acceptable to be 13 and sell your fucking pussy pictures on fucking OnlyFans for you know 20 bucks a pop so you could be a millionaire by the time hey, that's a great business cool. model for those girls that yeah. do it I don't, I don't hate on them oh yeah 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 great business if model. I could if I could go on there and sell fucking pictures of my fucking I would fucking do it if yeah, I knew I'd have to shit. Hey, Dave, be a foot model. Be a foot model. All right. Oh, hey, hey, feet finder. Feet finder, right? <laughs> but, but does that mean does that mean that uh, that it's a great business model, or does that mean that your your morals are fucking for sale? Just as long as the price is right. Well, hey, so who knows? Who knows? Moral. Who knows? We could hey, go so on hey, this. Hey, your morals hey, are correct. Somebody else's morals can differ from your morals. No, like. again, morals and ethics are different. That's what I was just talking about. You, you have, have a choice morals. to, you know. Right. And so if you're in a city where the ethics line up with your morals, you're probably happy, right? Like, yeah. like it's different. So, no, here, uh, Rudy said. Anyway, love you, buddy. And, we'll, we'll talk about that. Call me later. Crime and shooting happened in poor neighborhoods. Go outside. Seventies. Five. It, it just doesn't. I'm not make, going outside. It just it just doesn't make media coverage. Yeah, so that's where you both are right. And who remembers the Saint Valentine's Day massacre? Anybody know what year that was in? In the twenties. Yeah, that was in that was definitely in the twenties during Prohibition, which is going to happen saying, a lot I'm more. Just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that created, it, it happened. Fucking, it's happened right. every decade. What created like, the environment? For, 
Yeah, well, obviously the guns. I'm obviously the guns. No, it wasn't obviously because you could buy a fucking. Because if you didn't gun, have a Tommy gun, it never would have happened. The science. The dumpster fire <laughs> is real. Well, before guns, Vlad the Impaler impaled twenty thousand people and ate dinner, watching them slowly die. And they could Boom. impale people but, in such a way that it wouldn't hit their vital organs, so they would yeah. suffer for hours or days. That dude was savage. How many people? Right, he killed? Let, let, anyway, let's get, let's let's get to the guest. Uh, that was uh, I knew Buddy was triggered, so I could get to him. Uh, oh, anyways, I'm not oh, you were, oh, you weren't even. You didn't even pick up on my sarcasm. You didn't even, oh, by the way, Dave shirt, Dave shirt triggered somebody on 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 like oh yeah. Time. Big time. He's like, that's not our flag. And it's like, <sighs> sorry, dude. It's just a funny <laughs> shirt. Like, fucking get over it. Anyways, we got Colin Palmer. All right. Mm-hmm. He's on the veteran <laughs> trash talk hour. He was real nervous about not having fun, which I know he's over now. So, like, I told him how easy it was and it was going to be a great time. But again, like we talked about before, the the whole point of this show, not to talk about school shootings and conspiracies, it's just the fun part, is to actually promote veterans and uh, promote what they're doing, what they got going on. Uh, Colin is a former Navy SEAL, and we make the joke in the script about uh, how, you know, we, we've had two SEAL, we had a SEAL Team 2 and a SEAL Team 5 guy like on, three the show, or four on the show. But yeah. 5 and 2, they're not famous teams, so nobody knows who they are. So they're, like, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not in movies Right then, but Colin actually was in a few movies, so it's sort actually of. sort of. Oh, yeah. but you know, but again, you got because if you're not SEAL Team Six and you're not, uh, what's the show on uh, Prime right now? You know, like if you're if you're if you're not one of those guys, okay, nobody uh, cares. Yeah. Nobody cares about you uh, as SEAL Terminalist. Guy. Yeah, Terminalist. <laughs> right. So nobody in America cares about SEAL Team Two or SEAL Team Five. All right, if you're not SEAL Team 6, not in a movie. So he's been doing his best to become relevant. All right. And what <laughs> what what he's been doing to sell to va- to validate SEAL Team 2, all right, is draw. Okay, he decided to color. Okay, but uh no, I no, think, no, uh, no, no. I, 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 I put up uh I, I think Chris is gonna put up uh the the image. Oh cool. That Chris is probably wondering what his favorite flavor of crayon is, though. No, he's eating right. So, right no. Now. Hey, Kyle, welcome to the dumpster fire. You've been indoctrinated. You're here. Tell us a little bit about your life story and what you got going on, and why should people buy your comics? Okay, well, after I left uh, the Navy, I started contracting, and after five years of PST work in like Iraq, um, I took classes at UCLA. I moved out to, I took a suitcase, went out to LA, slept on my buddy's couch, and I wanted to write movies. So I went to UCLA, took some classes on how to write screenplays. Um, during the first class, I got a job offer to go back to Iraq. So about nine months in Iraq and Afghanistan, I came back so I could dedicate more time to the craft. And I honestly thought I'd be a successful movie writer within a few years. And it's been Why not? Years You're later. a SEAL. Yeah, I know, right? Like, you know, you have a few guys out there that are kicking ass with shows like Jack Ryan or whatever. Um, I know some of them and, you know, that's great for them. Uh, writing is is kind of hard. You know, you're competing with 50,000 screenplays a year. I think when I started taking classes, it was only 40,000. So it's hard to get an agent. It's hard to get a manager. And so after after a while, I started realizing, like, I need to turn my screenplays into comic books. So that's what I'm doing with two titles right now. 
and I'm finishing up two novels right now. So I, I, come, I cover a couple different genres from like horror since I've seen shadow people with pointy hoods and stuff. I do science fiction and Blood Treasure is a vampire pirate um, adventure that takes place in the golden age of piracy. I thought, I, mean, you know, I figured they'd have to come across the boat at some time. And uh, when me and this British dude were, we were in Uganda in 2011, and uh, we were done training these dudes in CQB and urban warfare and stuff. And we're in this British tent. We see a commercial for Pirates of the Caribbean. And we're like, man, it could have been such a cool thing, but it sucks. <laughs> so we came up with this idea of Blood Treasure and the lead character. The lead villain is Devlin Dumouray, who I think is a very cool guy. And if you like Black Sails and if you like vampire movies, I think this is going to be a good mix of... Uh, you're drinking, you know, knuckle dragging, blood sucking vampires instead That's of like the dope. beautiful little twilight douchebags that we see. Um, which we, which we love you if you're a twilight douchebag, but we like knuckle draggers too. Yeah, I can't yeah. lie to you, Colin. I can't lie yeah. to you, Colin. The only pirate movie I saw was uh, on the different part of the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was called Pirates. <laughs> yeah, one and two. It wasn't a pirate movie, it was a pirates movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Asia Carrera was in that, right? Let me, let me, we won't, we won't call him out by name. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe you are correct, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were some other famous actors, actresses. I mostly paid attention to the actresses that were in it. Yeah, but yeah, they were there. Don't lie. Right you, you, were, you were envious. So the, the other one, I think I sent you guys Nicaragua. It might have just been like uh, Blood Treasure, but Nicaragua is like. You know, we have, like, Jack Carr, he's got a really cool series about, uh, you know, the Terminalist. Um, mine is more of, like, a, you know, a former CEO with a lot of problems that finds himself in these international incidents. And uh, and he, he's on a mission to go blow up an oil rig for the CIA, but it turns out it's really a plot to get him killed and to make these people lots of money off the cleanup, which is a theory that came after the BP oil spill, that if they just blew it up, they, they did make more money off cleaning up somehow, I guess, through the contracted people. But anyway, it's Follow not the money, baby. Follow the money. He's got to team up with a drug cartel to fight the CIA. He's got a drug cartel fighting for them, so it becomes a big fucking fun mess of jungle warfare in Nicaragua. So there's two different stories coming out. I'm not the one drawing them. I've hired a, a storyboard graphic novels. They, they so the one specialize. Written them. Yeah. Yeah. They so, specialize in taking your screenplay and turning it into a graphic novel. So oh, that's it, awesome. So I couldn't give them 25 grand up front. So I broke it down into six issues of 20 page issues uh, to make 125, 120 page basically screenplay story. So I think it'll be a good now, are these out already or are they're in creation right now? No, right now uh, I'm planning about June 21st to start selling Blood Treasure issue number one. So from June until Christmas, I can sell. It's going to be, you know, one to six. And then um, hopefully if we start making some money off that, then I can start feeding that into finishing Nicaragua and then do about eight more screenplays into graphic novels. Hey, Robert, is that going to be available? Where's that going to be available? Like on Amazon? Like, are you, are yes. you, are you connected with stores that you're going to like, how does that look like for you? Is there a website, you know? 
Yeah, in the next like uh, three months, I'm going to start setting it up on Comixology on Amazon, and I'm going to take the advice of storyboard graphic novel guys and uh, and Alex Fox. And Nick talked to Alex Fox. He's he's going to help me with like marketing or something. Look, I don't know how, anything about that. I stuff. was doing a demo for the suicide uh, virtual reality training at the Citadel. And I was wondering where you guys connected. Yeah, and, and, and then he was like, "Hey, you need to talk to this guy, Colin, to get him on your show." Uh, yeah. So what's up, Fox? If you're watching, all right. Fox, Fox <laughs> Can you? Uh, so I guess you can't pre-order. Can you pre-order those or no? No, not yet. Uh, honestly, the, like I thought this would be. This came a little like fast. Uh, right now, we're in the process of making so issue number, does. In, number number three. But by the time issue four is done, which will be about June, then I can start selling them. So that way, I won't have any lag time of more than a month in between comics. So, so yeah, Rob was asking, um, is this published military fiction? Question mark. Is that, is that like, is that going to be like the, is it going to be military fiction? Is that like the category? No. Well, uh, Nicaragua, Nicaragua, um, well, it's kind of like a contracting story, uh, but I wouldn't put it, it, it's, it's an action adventure. It doesn't, um, the pre Oh, it's okay. Hold on, Colin. First yeah. of all, Rob, we don't like to put labels on things here at BCC, <laughs> so we're not going to put it in a niche category. It's just going to be a yeah, good. Stop trying to stop trying to so, pigeonhole him, Rob. Stop trying to, yeah, trying to put him in a like, nobody puts baby in a corner. Okay? Vampire <laughs> pirates in 1672, I don't think really kind of falls in the category. Of, Rudy in the <laughs> chat says Netflix <laughs> special coming soon. This sounds okay. really real quick. Like, did you? What made you decide to turn it into a comic instead of just going into like? a book you know um because like this uh, is definitely okay. something new because most of the you know there's a lot of seals that have written books delta guys special forces guys we've had sure. on the show but you're going into that niche of like comics you know what 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 well, what, what was that like what, what did that last year with nicaragua there was a small production company that offered me an option deal to possibly get the movie made and um reading the deal i i just didn't like the deal but i knew that I could get this fucking movie made, you know? So I think, so the idea is if I can at least get it, you know, visually stimulating by doing a 120 page, you know, graphic novel, um, literally a producer could flip through it in a second and be like, man, this looks cool. I want to do it without even reading every single word. Uh, a screenplay would be more laborious. You're going to take a few hours or a couple of days to read it, but again, the pictures, you know, itself tells a, of a thousand words. So uh, that's the strategy. I I knew I could get a production company interested in Nicaragua, which also told me, you know, it was one of the first kind of option deals I had. And I'm like, okay, good. I know I can get somebody interested. And if they're interested, there's probably more people that'll be interested. And if we come up with a graphic novel, then maybe a lot more people be interested and hopefully we can shift out of contracting and just be a writer for the next 20 years until I honestly, that's have a, a heart that's attack. A super, that's a super smart idea just because, you know, with the attention span of people, you know, oh, man. these days, like, like but buddy can even sit down for 40 minutes. He had to get up and walk outside. I, I'd fucking, <laughs> I'd, I'd be cool with a, a graphic novel as opposed to like reading an actual, yeah, like, I love that. Down, yeah. like, read a, a book. Like, like an, yeah. Yeah, an adult. It would be the same story, just a few hundred pages less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and with pictures. And I'm from Alabama, so you know I like me some pictures. Yeah, 
<laughs> so that and we, are, and we and already I, know I'm in the pirates. Yeah, Rudy <laughs> says, and I need a coloring book for my crayons. Yeah, so obviously a little marine, a little marine there. Hey, yeah. Rudy, we got marine shirts. You got our crayon line is freaking awesome. So go check those out. But hey, Colin, uh, what about like how else were you connected in Hollywood? Like when what were you doing there? I know you said some stuff in like your writing resume. It's like what what some of the stuff that is inspired you to do these things. Well, since I was a kid, I kind of always could. When I was watching movies, I was always a huge fan of movies. I loved like you know, so going into the theater and seeing the opening of like say TriStar, the big winged horse comes out. The whole movie experience was very, uh, for lack of a better word, magical. Um, and I've always wanted to be a part of that. Hold on one second. Um, I hear birds. I, I got, maybe we can hear that the speaker. She's <laughs> listening to this on the. Is it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it in Italian? No, no, it's just uh, listening uh, to us and it's uh, echoing, so I'm hearing my voice in the bedroom. <laughs> um, what, what were we talking about? You. <laughs> no, so, yeah. The inspiration. So what, what was yeah. your inspiration to do what you were doing? Tell us a little bit about some of your Hollywood experiences okay. and like, like well, what's your inspiration to do what you're doing? Well, I. I want to make movies. I, like I've always loved them. Like movies, like Heat, are fan. Like I've always loved Our that. Best stuff. gun like, scene of all time. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but you know, I love fantasy, sci-fi, all that stuff. Anything Philip K. Philip K. Dick. You know, um, you know, he wrote Minority Report before it was Minority Report. I thought you were going um, Pirates direction with that. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. He, yeah, he, was, he was a science fiction author that actually kind of, like they said, he started freaking out because he thought the government was uh, following him and maybe they, I don't know. But, um, you know, after after the, the teams had a lot of really intelligent, very funny, Team 2 had a lot of funny people. We were called the Nazi team, but there was everybody I hung out with was fucking hilarious, very charismatic and creative. And, uh, you know, a couple of my friends are writing, you know, novels right now. Um, but my friend Pat, when he got out, um, Pat Mulderick, he, uh, left TN2 to go take acting school, uh, up in, um, New York city. And then a couple of years later, he's out in LA and, uh, we'd always talked about maybe writing together or doing a movie together, that kind of stuff. So I went out to LA, took classes at UCLA as per her, his advice, brought my suitcase and a mountain bike. And uh, we even got an apartment together. And we even wrote a comedy about seals in Hollywood. We had J.B. Rogers. Uh, he was a, a big director, did um, the second American Pie that made them a billion dollars. So we thought we were going to have a, a comedy produced in Hollywood about seals in Hollywood, which we thought at the time was going to be fucking hilarious. Uh, because now it's just of, cliche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was playing off that cliche anyway. It's yeah. be funny. But a few yeah. years later we read the script and we're like, thank God this didn't get made because it sucks. <laughs> but at least that taught us that we're getting better at writing because we mm -hmm. can now know that we now know that the shit we wrote a couple of years ago is garbage. But, uh, <laughs> I love it. That's so then I was determined. Like, I mean, I needed a new career. I wasn't, you know, I was no longer. Well, talk about, talk about that. Like what, like what, like, like I said, like what for the audience watching the, and you know, you might like, we always try to help somebody in our audience with every show. And I'm sure this will. Um, but where, at what point were you stuck 
and then as a veteran and then like highs lows where like what's what's been the you know the what's the right word um what resilience did you have to show to to come over with it to like to 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 get where you're going to keep going well if you want to make it as a writer i think like i mean it seems to me like there's a pipeline for a certain pe- for some people that uh, maybe go to Northwestern and they've got their. Um, their Illinois school, kind of we don't like that. But you know what I mean? Like they they might be able to get some kind of like um, job through their fucking degree. I don't have a degree in writing. I don't have a degree in English or anything like that. I can't give somebody my resume and say I'm a, like an English lit. Um, my vocabulary is decent more with f f bombs and that kind of stuff but uh yes sir um, yes sir <laughs> but i don't i don't i don't have like the the education to say that i'm a good writer so i'm going to have to prove it by self publishing i think um but just simply answer your question i've always wanted to tell stories and i i think i'm good at it and other people seem to think i'm good at it too so uh hopefully you know we'll have these two comics and novels out by Christmas time. By so. Christmas time. Okay, so when 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 Christmas comes around, make sure you get back to us, and we'll people will now be able to reference the show, and then what treasure by June? By June. Yeah, okay, so, so we need to get together prior to June. Prior to June, and yeah. get that get that link published on our page, and make sure that everybody's tracking it because they're, they're they're gonna be able to watch you, and they're gonna be able to see you, and know who you are writing it, and that's kind of like okay, what I'm trying cool. to dive into. Is like, like, again, like, all right, let me tell you something. I, I still think you're um, holding something back. I think you're holding something back. Okay, Shadows of Hell is a novel I'm writing right now. I first wrote the screenplay, and I'm going to make it a graphic novel. But a friend of mine, when he was at Dev Group, he he killed somebody. And I think um, he killed somebody with his fists, and something dark kind of attached itself to him. And we, I witnessed this thing years later, this pointed shadow person type thing haunting him. We're in a Ugandan hotel room. And then at three something in the morning, we both wake up to the same opaque shadow dude with a pointed hood. And I'm waking up and I start talking about a horror comedy idea that I had. And he didn't think it was very funny at the time because he had eight eight black orbs moving around the wall next to his bed. The TV, he brought it to my attention, which was right next to me. It was blowing, glowing blue and white snow, like a poltergeist, no sound. And it scared the shit out of me. And after that, that moment, you know, you're scared, but you don't say anything, you know? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Not like all those IED vi- videos with the bitches screaming like crazy, but that's another thing. But anyway, um, he, dude, the hair stood up on my my arms. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen because I knew it was supernatural. It was there, and then it was gone. And those black orbs were on the wall, and then they were there for a little bit. Um, I even had to stand up, and one went under. Anyway, it, it got me into uh, into motion. I had to, I had to write yeah, a fucking some. story, a demonic possession story called Shadows of Hell, which is based off of that, but. I went with a female lead based off of my friend at the actor's studio who's dealt with cancer her whole life. And then she's got to uh, uh, deal with fighting off demons with possession um, right. with her family. Damn. But uh, I'll, I'll write about anything if I think it's interesting. I, I have another story about going to the moon for, for mining for helium-3 only to discover there are already people there. 
But um, that's going. Oh, that's another a conspiracy that's out there too. But I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, hey, that that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's hey. intense, man. Yeah, yeah it's just you know, I took a little break from writing it because when I when I, when you write about that stuff and you're thinking about demonic fucking possession all the time, then either you're going to start seeing shit or things I was going to say you're opening it. yourself up to that shit if you believe in that shit and then you start thinking that shit well, like, another, you know. our favorite shirt that didn't take off was you know the veteran trash talk get the demon out mm-hmm. right <laughs> like and uh, we say that because when it comes to veterans we're a minority so when you say I'm a veteran you don't speak for me you don't speak for Dave you don't speak for Colin you don't speak for Buddy you speak it for yourself however when you yeah. drop the veteran card now you're speaking for all of us and it's like, so, so settle down before you say what you're going to say as a veteran, right? Yeah. And the demon is yours, right? You own that demon just as much as it owns you, right? Like, it's yours. Like, and whether or not you want to try to kill it or you want to try to love it, like, like you want to, you just want to, you just want to get along with it, right? Like, th- th- those choices are all yours. Two years, after that, say again? Two, year, two years after that, I was uh, I was on a small team uh, down in Tanzania. This Marine recon the guy I met um, told me about a dream he had. We had never met each other before. We were there to teach a maritime interdiction training course for the anti-terrorism program there. And um, that's a, that's a bo- that's both buddy. He had he had a dream where. He he asked me if I lived near the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. I'm like, dude, I live right across the street. And he told me that in his dream, that Patty Corner across the street, which coincidentally would have been my apartment the way he was describing it, he said in his dream something said, uh, the guy in that building is cursed. And basically it had to have meant me because there I am in Tanzania with him. There's nobody else in Tanzania that lives across from the Roosevelt so I don't know. Everything you said about that dream is weird. I think there's a lot of weird stuff going on on this planet. We don't have to. Somebody's probably got the answers, but we're not being allowed to get the answers. I'm not. No. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Great. Great story. And I can't wait to uh, make yeah, sure. I want to read this comic. Make make, 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 make yeah. sure you trust us. It'll do it. One, it'll make you money. But two, like, like, like stay in contact with us so we can, you know, push this stuff out for you. But uh, yeah, I, think absolutely. We're, I think we're on to buddy now for the AR. <laughs> Is he taking notes? We can't hear you, buddy. You can't hear you, buddy. You're muted. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was rookie, how many, how many podcasts have we done now? Rookie buddy? mistake. Yeah, it's, yeah, only, yeah, yeah. it's only well, episode one twenty. I, uh, I, there are motorcycles driving by. I didn't want. Uh, I didn't want yeah, to right, right. Oh, yeah. I, love I love it. I love it. I love it. Lives are saved. Good call. Know, know that loud saved lives. But um, AAR. So uh, yeah, there's no note taking that could have uh, taken place uh, during this show uh, because it was like following a bouncing ball. So the AAR is uh, <laughs> that uh, Colin has got some uh, graphic novels coming out and one is about pirates and not the kind of pirates that uh, Buddy wants. I know about, <laughs> but uh, some, some actual pirates <laughs> that are doing pirating stuff. And then uh, another one coming out in December that he's going to come back on a show to do that's about Nicaragua or Nicaragua. If you, uh, if you oblate, uh, you roll the R's, you roll them <laughs> R's. Um, uh, and also 
Let's see. Well, I'm not even going to go back into the uh, the, <laughs> the Book of Earl because that's just going to open up a whole can of worms uh. and make the show last for another hour and a half. And <laughs> and I don't even want to talk about the conspiracy because that's going to get <laughs> Dave and Colin into some kind that's of crazy, like, four sadiki, hours. Sadiki. Oh, no, no. Colin and I are going to do an episode. I know. <laughs> Once we uh, shut this off, just stay on. Stay on. Don't don't leave right away. We gotta do something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, we gotta get your Navy know. Seal buddy on. I want to hear you about his. Know, uh, oh, we'll bring on Jacob, Dave Wilcock, Billy Carson, yeah. Stephen yeah. Greer. You guys, are, you guys yeah. are about to be on a, a whole another a whole another episode, or not even yeah. an episode, just a series of shows. We might Dave. even get to go to Venus. That would be fantastic. Do a show I, live from Venus, and I'm sold. <laughs> I mean, that's what more proof do you need, right? Sold, yeah. Proof or a pyramid in, on Mars. There's not enough satellites there to get the signal back way. to us. So, so the AAR is that uh, that you just got to watch the show, like you just got to rewatch it because it's it was all over. That's the only AAR I got. This was a good show. This was a fun dumpster fire. Yeah, this was a complete. This wasn't even a dumpster fire. This is like some shit. I'm surprised that some kid from. Uh, Wisconsin didn't come try to put it out and then shoot some people. That's right, how yeah. big a dumpster fire this was. Yeah. It'll get censored again. Yeah, usually what happens. Well, it makes you wonder if John Carpenter's movie, The Thing, was actually related to the Russian story. Ooh. Ooh. Because it sounds very similar. It was mimicking. It, it died. It may not have yeah. had 14 legs, but it had a lot of crazy shit going on. And it sounded disgusting. It had some kind of telepathy or something going on, right? You could make noise and I don't know. Oh, what was that? The, there was the, another movie. It was Independence like, yeah, Day. You know that he had to use. He had to put his hands to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He did. You're right. You should right. all die. Well, that's all coming <laughs> soon anyway. That's why they're talking about the UFOs. That's one world you know, currency. The a, banks collapsing. That's like all. All right, here you go, buddy. You were just supposed to close it out. <laughs> oh, shut up! I, I, I didn't get into that on purpose. That's <laughs> I did my job. You guys fucked it up. That's not me. And it wasn't me this time. I didn't do it. That being said, uh, if the aliens can come from um, three galaxies over, yeah, they're not getting shot down by us. Yeah. Then, well, so, no, so but Colin, before we turn over to Dave, before we turn over to Dave to close this out, is there anywhere a little bit to make yourself feel better? But you're just getting gold, apparently. That's what we're doing from now on. I don't, hashtag Adonaki. Colin, Maybe that's then, why is there, is there anything that you're selling right Funny. now? Is there anything out there they can buy right now, or do we have to wait till June? No, I'm, I'm going to have to wait till look, issue three is almost done. And then issue one, issue four is done. Most likely June, I'll be able to start, you know, putting up stuff to sell blood treasure. And I think people are going to love it. It's going to be fun. There's no political bullshit. It's just good old fashioned story. That's telling. perfect for VTT. So, hey, hey, veteran yeah. trash talk, you guys watching Grunt Works Nation, you guys watching right now and listening right now. Wait till June. We'll get you the links to Colin's uh, stuff and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see and it. Now I'm going to try and rush that <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no rush it make it perfect we'll, we'll be here brother finish it up we'll be here yeah. you know i don't want to rush the artists you know exactly. like stick, stick, the, the stick figures aren't gonna cut it right yeah i mean it it's cuts it on that shirt on dave's shirt it cuts it so, like if you, if you look, got a chance to look through issue one you can tell <laughs> the detail the artists are doing on the on the spanish galleon type ships are fantastic I mean, it's gonna look yeah. like, it's gonna be a beautiful comic and it's completely finished but all right, Dave, what we Agreed. got? Great. Well, thanks for the AAR, buddy. Colin, this is amazing. I look forward yeah. to uh, 
Well, I, <laughs> I look forward tips. to reading, reading the comic big tips. and, uh, right you know, we're definitely going to push it out once it comes out. We've had some authors oh. that have come on here on the show and have done fairly well after the show in regards to book sales and stuff. So, and that's what it's all about, right? Promote, promote veteran owned businesses, promote, promote our brothers and sisters that are out there doing great stuff. Um, Thank you. We are definitely going to connect and we're going to get your, uh, your buddy, the Navy seal on. Um, Cause we, we, we need to talk about some things, but uh, for everybody that tuned in late. Uh-huh. All right. Make sure you go to VeteranTrashTalk.com. That is our website. It'll take you to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, um, other platforms that we're on that I have no clue about. You know, I think we found out we were doing a podcast. Yeah, I didn't know we were doing a podcast in. for like three months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, shit. Um, go check out GrotWorksClothing.com, all right? That is under our umbrella, Veteran Trash Talk, all right? We got awesome merch on GrotWorks Clothing, so check them out. Check out Shop.VeteranTrashTalk.com which has more Grotworks clothing uh, and VTT shirts. Thanks, everybody, for the amazing support, and uh, we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Face Man VTT out. Boom. Mm-hmm. Well.